Hey, what it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely, man. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. I see you got those terrible ass pistons on. Very unfortunate that's your team. First of all, number one pick, future Hall of Famer, Cade Cunningham. Shout out to you, big dog. Hey, man. Shout out to Adam Silver. Like the, the the as much basketball as being talked on sports talk, I don't remember it being this way when I grew up. Basketball is it's 100 percent at least 11 months out the year right now. That's nuts. <laughs> Football season about to start, and all I see is summer league shit, dude. That's nuts. Shout out to Adam Silver, man. He's definitely doing his thing. That's a fact. That's a fact. Shout out to my Pistons playoff bound. Don't even worry about it. Oh, um, <laughs> action-packed episode coming up, man. We are revisiting a top five theme that we had last week, so we're flipping it up, man. We're doing our top five current artists, okay? Last week was top five of all time, dead or alive. Y'all make sure y'all check that out if you missed it. This week, top five current. Simple, easy. I love it. Um, also, we'll be talking about a new Def Jam sign E. Uh, that's coming up. And Rick Ross's new Boss Up Conference. You're going to trip when you see how much it costs to attend this. But first, <laughs> we're going to TDE, and we finally have news on the Kendrick Lamar album. He put out a message via a website that has one folder, and when you open the folder, it has a message from Kendrick himself. He said that his new album is on the way. It is coming soon. However, this will be his last album on TDE. There's a lot to unpack here, but I'm going to keep it simple with this first question. Is this the beginning of the end for TDE? Is it the beginning of the end for TDE is a crazy, crazy question. But it does speak to the impact of Kendrick Lamar as an artist. How he's impacted the game with Damn, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, what's the first album? Good Kid. Good kid, Mad City. Like the, the way that he's came out the gates, even Section 80 with those first four albums, you could see and you could say, well, man, if he they lose this superstar, it's over for them. And in normal cases, I think that would be, but TDE has proven itself to have a formula that works. Schoolboy mm. Q has a fan base. Uh Absol has a fan base. Scissors, a bona fide superstar. The youngins seem to like Isaiah Rashad as well. How? Reason, re, you don't. You're old. I said the youngins. The young people like him. You got Reason lurking in the background with the chopper. Dude definitely has bars. And, and it's a bittersweet situation to say, well, this does open the door for an artist like him. If you'll check out his last project, we had the window pane. I think it's the name of the song where he was speaking to being behind Kendrick Lamar and had being like the 12th man on the bench, essentially at TDE. So I think this is good for both parties. It shows people TDE. If you come over here, you can be as successful as Kendrick Lamar. We can build you up and you can go do your own thing and be a superstar. That's what you want. QC is going to have to deal with this with Migos and little baby. Like this happens to you. Uh, Cash Money dealt with this. Well, almost if they had done play the game right with Lil Wayne, it happens if you're a smaller boutique label and you groom and you're good at your job, those artists go on to do bigger and better things. And if you're good at what you do, like TDE is, you're perfectly fine. Mm. TDE without Kendrick Lamar is the Cavaliers when LeBron left. 
Oh, please. Period. They, they about to be uh, a lottery. <laughs> they about to be in the lottery, bro. Get out of here, bro. Like, straight up. Now, and, and we're, you mentioned it, too. We're going to see this again when Migos leave QC, and that's coming. Don't worry about it. However, the difference is they have a little baby to fall back on. They've got stars on their label, multiple ones. They were able, even though they had Migos as their flagship group slash artist, they were still able to cultivate stars that can live in that space with City Girls, with Yachty for the youth, with Lil Baby for everybody right now because he's on fire. They were able to do that. You can't say that about TDE. TDE has not been able to make a star out of Isaiah Rashard. They haven't been able to make a star out of Reason, even though he dope as hell. So that's and I, a little bit of blame has to go to TDE for Kendrick leaving, in my opinion, because of the way they release their music, bro. I don't know whose idea that is to have the schedule that they have, because we've often criticized them on this show. Like, yo, where's TDE? Where, 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 where the new J-Rock at? Where's, why are they so quiet? Why do they take so much time off in between projects? Like, whose idea is that? I don't think that was Kendrick's and maybe he's tired of that and wants to do his own thing, which we saw when he started that PG Lang company. The writing was on the wall then. We should have slick seen it coming, that PG Lang Records was on the way and it'll be distributed by somebody, but that's definitely on the way. So I'm not surprised, and I, but I do think that TDE is going to be left deflated after their MVP leaves. You're wrong. <clears throat> You're wrong here in the sense... The reason that they were able to move that way, like you're talking about, Isaiah Rashad doesn't have to be a star right now. Reason doesn't have to be a star right now because I got Kendrick Lamar. Like I, I got this joker in my hand that I could play at any time and crush the game. So I can let an artist like Kendrick, well, excuse me, like Isaiah Rashad get his legs up under him. It's cool that you don't like him yet. He's he got a long you listen time. to that album too. You listen to that album. Keep yeah, it real. It's not good. It's not good. I don't like it. I, I don't like it. But that's the thing. TDE has a lot of rope to hang themselves with artists like Isaiah Rochelle. Like you ain't gotta like the next couple of artists actually, just because Kendrick Lamar was so successful. Mm. Like he has paved the way for them to be able to say, hey, well, this may not work. But they still bred Kendrick Lamar. Schoolboy Q is a star. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah. He can hold Schoolboy Q in 2021 can hold a label. Like he could be the flagship star of a label. Mm. Can he? Especially if you got SZA in the background singing. I promise Jeez. you. Nah, that's a star. That is okay. That's now I'm not sitting here and trying to cap and say Ab Soul is gonna be a star. I think he'll have his lane. Uh, and I also man. think. I also think that, like I said, this is opening up room for someone like Reason. He hasn't had to be a star yet. I do think he has the potential. So if Kendrick Lamar is leaving, that's going to open the door for Top and for Punch to pay attention to someone like Reason and give him that catering the same way they built up Schoolboy, the same way they built up Abso. And we ain't even mentioned J-Rock. Yeah. J-Rock is the one that he 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 hasn't even tapped into the potential. When we talk about a man that has a Grammy nomination, sure. wait till he get back active and he start hopping on those Griselda beats. And mm. people realize that it's a nigga from the West Coast that can rap his ass off still. Like, people trying to write the West Coast off right now. That's true. Now, I I, think, I'll say this, though, and, and we'll know this. We'll know it, it, it falls on one side of the coin, either – the supporting cast will come out of that Kendrick shadow 
and show what they really made of and show that they can carry a label or we're going to see that it was Kendrick that was propping them up the whole time. It's one of them two scenarios. Those are one of the two that's going to happen. I think the TDE has set the tone, though, to let niggas know, like, I, I... I think that you won't even get a nigga like Reason or anybody like that now that they have the opportunity. They, they know how hard they finna have to go because yeah. it was a nigga like Kendrick Lamar before in this seat. Taking the shots. go hard, huh? He was taking the shots. You can pass it to him in the crunch. He gotta go hard. Now, I, I will say yeah. this is very interesting though. And I, I noticed this listening back to some Kendrick this weekend. How many TDE features are on to Pippa Butterfly? Zero. How many are on damn? Zero, probably. There's one. It's Sakari, but that don't right. count. Mm-hmm. How many are on Good Kid Man City? J Rock is on there. That's one. Right. <laughs> How many are on Section 80? I'll answer. It's one. What's so that mean? Four though? albums. <laughs> What's that mean? And I don't think that that says any. That just speaks to their artistic value. Was he really part of the team like that? Absolutely. He's flying the flag. He ain't doing no Migo shit out here. Looking over his contract and realize he got out of millions. It's just the this is this is the the proper trans get this is how it should go. Mm. I find a artist, we get section 80. I see how dope it is. I'm a boutique label, and boom, I turn him into Kendrick Lamar. Five albums later, he's a super duper star. He's going on to bigger and better things because he's conquered this. This is how it should work. This is the perfect example. TDE should be trying for another artist to do this again. We kiss that black hippie goodbye, though. Yeah, that's over. <laughs> Now, now that what you say now, I don't believe, like you said, there's no TDE artists on those previous albums. But now moving forward, I ain't no TDE shit. Mm. Y'all niggas can't call me for no verse. I'm not showing up for no pictures. It's love, but I'm fucking Kendrick Lamar now. He finna get in this Andre 3000 Kanye West bag. That's what I think that's where we got K. Dot hit. Like he finna get in that whole. I'm over here in this universe bag. Mm. Do we get that Kendrick album in 2021? Yeah, it's going to come before the end of the year out. Mm. I think we get it this year. I think we get it within the next four months. We'll you, don't see. Think, Seth, you don't think it's going to happen? Uh, the clock is ticking. I'm surprised he's dropping another album. He, hey, shout out to Kendrick. Though. He said he went a whole he went this whole year without being on having a phone. That's nuts. I could see that. And probably peaceful. Kendrick Lamar well. with the, the, the ankle high pants on on the beach with the like white shirt. It got one button, hair everywhere. Nigga ain't shaved. They got the little porn beard and shit. No phone. You gonna tell that. me he ain't seen the crate challenge? Like, come on, get the fuck out of here. Nah, Kendrick Lamar ain't got no idea what that is. Get the fuck out of here. Kendrick Lamar has no idea what the crate challenge is. No idea. That's nuts. That is fact. In, in fact, nuts. And speaking of nuts, <laughs> your man Rick Ross, the boss of them all, big William Roberts, he announces his boss up conference the boss up conference is going to be held here in atlanta animal brown and if you were thinking about attending you should get your checkbook brother twenty five thousand dollars is the entry fee to get in the boss up conference the link is online just google up boss up conference to tell you everything that comes with your 25 racks my question to you is very simple animal brown is twenty five thousand dollars worth the investment to go to a Rick Ross business conference. Now, just to put it into context, it's a three-day conference. It's at his crib, which was genius because he didn't have to pay a fee to, <laughs> to book something out. Um, special invited guests include Diddy, DJ Khaled, L.A. Reed, Snoop Dogg, Master P, and others. 
And for those 25 bands, you also get a promotional video with Ross, 15 seconds. You also get a personalized signed book, quarterly Zoom calls with Ross for one year, and you get, quote, access to Rick Ross's personal Rolodex of business contacts. Now, here's the thing. All that sounds great. This <laughs> smells like a shock to me. Mm. Do you remember the plot of Friday After Next? When the, cause the Christmas dudes stole their money and they couldn't afford to pay their rent. And so they had to throw a party at the end of the movie and had to get, get donations so they could pay their rent. This wow. smells like a rent party to me, too. Ross is behind on that zillion dollar house and he's, he, he's finna shuck niggas out of 25 bands of beef nice. to pay the rent, dude, to hold them out for the rest of the year. Too. Ross is sick. Rose, that's disgusting, but I'm not mad at it. 25,000, bro, ahead. That's bananas. Now, just to be clear, you're saying it's bananas because of the price tag, but it's not a bad idea. I think the idea is genius. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I do think it's dope. He has a book that's coming out called Today is a Good Day to Boss Up, which I believe, uh-huh. if it ain't out now, it's out like next week. So it's all in tune with his get money entrepreneurship theme that he got going on. Of course, richer than I've ever been album is coming soon too. It's nu- the price tag is nuts. It's a, it, it smells like a shuck. However, I would have to be in a very specific position to go fuck with this, but I would like to know if you think it's worth the investment. That's a great question. <clears throat> I don't think it smells like a shuck though. And mm. you and I both follow outside of this industry, other industries, uh, sales, biz, like we Shark Tank, Profit, Grant Cordon, uh, whatever. What was the name of that? Billionaire. Undercover Billionaire. Undercover Billionaire. Yeah. Uh, in other industries, they hold conferences or charge you. Like I know Grant Cardone has a 10 times conference where he charges $10,000 a head yep. to get in. So to answer the question, I don't think this is a bad idea. And I think it's a very interesting lane that Rick Ross is developing. Uh, way back when Nipsey did the Blue Laces too, Rick Ross has been noted for his business acumen, building up uh, Maybach Music, the franchise investment with Checkers and Wingstop. <clears throat> All that shit's dope. It ain't worth twenty five thousand dollars though from from Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> with all due respect with all due respect with every ounce of respect that i have for respect in my body rick ross is just charging too much and there is no if we're going to go in shark tank mode there is no i'm not buying into a blueprint right like i'm I'm not like there's no proven thing that you're doing as rick ross that i can take and put into effect like mm. like maybach music group is falling apart meek mill is left i'm not sure wale's situation uh if I'm not trying to get into restaurant franchising, right. like I may not want to get into like how to own a checkers or how to own a wing stop. And I'm not knocking that as an entrepreneur. I understand it, but that may not be the way I want to go. So there is nothing else that I'm looking at in Rick Ross's profile other than those three things. If I were an entrepreneur, I say, Hey, this is worth it. Maybe if I'm there and I'm talking to P Maybe if I'm there and I get that photo up and I'm able to chop game with him on the Zoom quarterly, that's okay. I don't think that it's worth fifty thousand dollars. Twenty five. Uh, twenty five thousand. Twenty five. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most important thing that you get from that, though, and I think that you could make worth it, is that um, it says you get access to his Rolodex. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that, that's a really, like that's a slippery slope to be on when you're talking about, well, I'm going to give you people's number. Imagine calling someone and be like, yeah, bro, I got your number from the Rick Ross boss up conference. I was calling you to pitch you on this idea. Dupe, hang up. Like you're, you're getting hung up on. But if it were, I just heard Wendy Day say, on our show and, and here recently on the interview, if you're trying to break an artist or coach K said this on the breakfast club, you're talking about $250,000. Yeah. Right. Now, if I'm a small label, if I'm in Arkansas and I got an artist and I'm pushing with a song, if I'm in Mississippi, if I'm in Kentucky, if I'm somewhere where like, I know that I got a chance and a nice artist, I just want to get around people like Ross and people that know Rick Ross, this might be worth it. Mm. Like if, if I'm trying to push an artist and I'm, cash money in their early days if i'm an early qc yeah like this is a tax write-off i can go write this shit out if you're doing good business if you right there on the cusp of the blow for me and you like i i don't got no label there's nothing like there's nothing that i'm gonna get out of this other than a couple of pictures maybe some good contacts that i would have to follow up on then but if i was a small boutique label and some guy trying to get his music shit started yeah where do i sign where do i write this shit off at here's the exception and this is well real quick this is why i think it's got shuck written all over number one what you said the 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 contacts or the rolodex that's that's ambiguous like what does that really mean i don't know what that yeah and like how is that even set up like is there a script where i call them and say hey i got your number from rick ross that's That's number one number two special invited guests and yeah you don't even say gonna be here if you were outside and you went to the club you know what special invited guest means. That means if the motherfucker does not show up, they can go, what do you know? We just invited them. We didn't say they were going to be here. How many times have you seen that going to the club back in the day when I used to get out the house? Yeah, that, that, that made your antennas rise up. But to be clear, though, this is a good idea for Rick Ross. This is his lane. He's just doing it wrong. Like, he should have started this. Like, this should have been... 10... 35, not now, 35 to 5,000, but it's exclusive though. Got I'm only limited. inviting a couple of niggas and then they gonna go out next year and be like, man, that raw shit, man. I got my money's worth. Next year I'm charging 10 racks though. Like you gotta build this shit up. You can't just hit a nigga over the head for 25 off the wham. Like, hey, like, especially not with what you're offering. Like if you telling me that it's gonna be me and 15 other niggas and Puff gonna sit in the room and, and have a conversation about, with uh, like I ain't asking for to pitch him or nothing, but he be gonna have a conversation about hey, you should take these approaches and this is what I did. And yeah, that may be worth it. But it's like you said, it's a lot of ambiguous shit on here what fifty thousand dollars and ambiguous don't go together. I, I will say this though, I remember when P told the story of he have paid 25 bands to meet with Michael Jackson lawyer mm-hmm. to get a meeting. He said, I, he said, I paid 25 racks just to get a meeting with the nigga. But in that meeting, he got the jewel of, worth of game. He got a million dollars worth of game. He told him, Hey, you need to get a distribution deal. You don't need to sign a label. Deal. He had never heard that before. And that obviously led to him getting 80, 20 or 85, 15, whatever it was. And then $300 million later, he, we have master P. So I, I, I get, I don't want people to think that, they shouldn't invest money into what they're doing, but you got to be very, like, I'd have to have some type of product, bro. You just have to have, to, have some I don't even got to have a product. You just got to have a better approach. Cause like even the meeting that you said with P, 
Like, I know that I'm meeting with Michael Jackson's lawyer one-on-one. He may not, like, have long, but I'm going to talk to him. If I'm paying for a conference, then, like, you in mode, like, you're presenting, you putting on, you ain't got time to really process what I'm telling you. Like, I don't, I don't want that interaction. I would I would pay 25 racks for the one-on-one interaction. There Come on go. with it. My yeah. question to you, this made me think, you, Animal Brown, today, if someone came to you and they were like, all right, I can get you in the Rock Nation brunch. You just got to pay for it. Okay. I ain't promise you no toast with Jay-Z or anything. Like All I'm telling you is you give me this amount, you're getting in the door tomorrow. How much do you got for that ticket? Uh, but I, I, on, I'm looking at a wall of shoes back there. Yeah. How much is you investing in yourself? That's How it. much is that ticket worth? I, 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 I could probably do two. I do two thousand. Two racks. Yeah, I think I, 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 I do man. Cause you, I mean, VIP the complex con is goddamn somewhere <laughs> in there. Don't pay that. You may that's as well put on a suit and say you was at Rock Nation brunch. But that's I was gonna say about twenty five. I got twenty five. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I, I do that for Rock Nation brunch. I no promises. I'm just getting in the door and get to like motherfucker. Who the fuck is that nigga? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know him. But I'm telling you, if you but see that real quick, and then we we gonna move on. That this is smart on Ross part because. He's a, he is a businessman and he is an investor. So what better way to get your to expand your portfolio of you Ross by having business niggas come to you, come to your brilliant, company. brilliant. So, this is like so, a Shark Tank type thing. A nigga that, might hit him with a great idea. Like and, this is the next. And I'm in that of his career. Like I said, it's a great move by Ross. It just needed to be hashed out a little bit more. Like this could be big. Like. He could be, and like you said, we'll move on in a second, but he could be the first hip-hop dude in this lane. The, the hip-hop motivational speaker, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins type, like Ross definitely has that swag and ain't nobody explored that yet. He could yep. definitely do it. Bossupconference.com. Y'all, please check that out, man. 25 yeah. bands. Hey, let us know if you go. If you go, let us know if you, and it's in Atlanta, pull up on me. I want, I want, <laughs> I want yeah, to let's know chop game before on. you go. I want to chop game with you too. If you're going, if you're headed to that, holler at us, man, shoot us an email. Let us know what's up. Absolutely. Um, and also let us know what you pay to get in that rock nation brunch. Comment yeah. under the videos. Let us know what y'all paying to get in the all access rock nation brunch tomorrow. Absolutely. Cash happen for that. Speaking of Jay-Z in Brooklyn, um, let's take it up top to New York. We talked about Def Jam, just got a new CEO, new president. He made his first big splash. A rapper by the name of HD from Brooklyn had his hit song Ghetto Sunday that came out last year. Sounds eerily similar to another major New York artist. Let's play this clip. Tell me if you can figure out who he sounds like. Yeah. That was HD, Def Jam's newest signing. If you have any type of hearing ability whatsoever, you heard it. He sounds exactly like Jay-Z. Speaking of Rock Nation, 
my question to you, bro, can this work at all of artists sounding like Jay-Z in 2021? You know what? 10 years ago, this would this been a terrible idea. Not saying that Jay-Z was more active, but we're getting more to a place where people not of our age, but younger than us, recognize Jay-Z as Beyonce's husband or the guy that's over the halftime show with the NFL, whatever he's associated with now, he's becoming more popular for that than his music. So when I see someone, a headline on Hip Hop DX that says, hey, Def Jam signs the guy that signs just like Jay-Z, of course, like you said, I'm going to run to his hit song. How does this sound? Okay, this sounds okay. All right, what's next? Where's the project? Let me dive in and see what this dude is about. I'm going to Spotify. Oh, there's no project. Yeah, It's a whole page full of fucking singles, dude. Yeah. Singles that I don't want to hear. Songs that it sounds like, hey, you're trying to get a deal with Def Jam. Nothing where I can dive in and get any depth to who this dude HD is. Yeah. Right? So I think that the issue was not this. This can work. The issue goes back to what we were talking about on this show with Def Jam and where they are as a label. They're not sure how to promote artists in 2021. Like they could have got a whole, like this could have been a thing if he had music and projects out there, stuff on YouTube. Like I couldn't find anything that made me want to jump into this artist more. And I'm not sure if it's his fault, if it's Def Jam's fault, if he just said whoever fault it is, it just didn't happen. So when you ask me, does it work? It could, if there were enough ammunition behind it to, to prepare for this press release. Like when I read this, when I go to Spotify, boom, I want everything there already, bro. Not six months from now. Cause he don't have the fact where I'm going to check back for this dude. Yeah. He sound like Jay-Z is cool. The music is cool. But once I go to Spotify this first time after I read it on hip hop DX and it ain't no project there, I'm not checking back in three months for a nigga that sound like Jay-Z to see if his project is on there. You should have did that when you had the press release come to Hip Hop DX, dude. So if it can work, yeah, absolutely. If you do it right and Def Jam just isn't doing it right right now. Yeah, if if you, when shit like this happens and I look you up and you ain't got no music, you like an industry plan. And you, <laughs> you look like yeah. the show. It looked like you've been trying to sound like Jay-Z for the last 10 years. Yeah, and you like a gimmick, too. Um, I will say this. Number one, his name is some slaw. HD, that's too hard to search. It's not Googleable at all. Is there an underscore between it? Is it what HD is together? It, is there a space? I'm looking for your music, bro, and Best Buy is coming up with TVs, bro. Like, I can't. You got to have a more distinct name than HD. That's some slaw. Number two, I did listen to that song, Ghetto Sunday, that is, and this, that's not what we play. What we played is just some freestyle shit he did on Instagram. This song, Get On Sunday, which got about 5 million views, is actually a nice sounding record, though. Like, it's Dang. actually a straight Dang. song. Yeah. It's slick, refreshing, because he's rapping like Jay in Reasonable Doubt time. New uh, Jay, but it, in 2021. It's, but it, exactly. So it's actually slick, refreshing. If he had a catalog, at least a little bit of something, and maybe a little story, I might get that he sound like Hove because Hove don't rap like that no more. So it's not it's not like when Designer came out rapping like Future was rapping at the same time. That was some slaw and that was inexcusable. And fuck it, it's a new day, man. A lot of people sounded like how many niggas grew up in Brooklyn don't sound like Jay Z? Do so, I mean, like what are we talking about? So, but he told it he had a different story in in that particular song. So it could work. I'm gonna give you another example. Um, and uh, Eminem just signed Grip yep. from out here in Atlanta. 
And I had I wasn't familiar with Grip, so I looked him up. He had two or three mixtapes, an EP, a video. He Man. was hard. I'm like, damn, this nigga tough. So dive I, in. Now I'm looking forward to his next shit. I couldn't do that with HD, so that, that's the problem. Change the name. The name is trash. Um, and uh, put HD 24, fucking ASAP HD. Do something, nigga. God damn. Anything to spice it up. But this slick could work if done properly, and I'm surprised I'm even saying that. Because niggas have tried it before. There was a yeah. nigga with Dipset that sounded like, or a nigga with Jim Jones that sounded like Hove. Bird gang shit. Here, bird gang. Purple City bird yeah, gang. Yeah, one of somebody. Nigga was like, next. Like, nigga, stop. We know yeah, Gorilla Black it. sounded like big. Stop. Fuck out of here. So it usually doesn't work, but this could have worked. They dropped the ball. We'll see how they bounce back. Yeah, that wasn't that. But yeah, I like you said, I, I, I think that was a great point. <clears throat> Saying if he had the stuff out there, man, because if he did, it could possibly work. But, bro, you just need to put the music out. All right, man, before we get to our top five right now in the game, is big man beef brewing in hip hop, the battle of the Titans, literally. <laughs> Your man's Rod Wave, he threw a jab at fellow heavy set rapper Moray. Said mm. the industry is trying to create more hymns because they couldn't get enough of them or something to that nature. He put the bar in the song. You guys go look it up. Does Rod Wave have a point? Is the industry trying to create the overrated sound song street rapper? You know what? I'm going to read the bar and then I'm going to answer that question. Please in the song, he re-released uh, his album Soulfly. He got a deluxe version. Got a couple new joints on there. He's got a line on here. It says, labels used to look past me now they're trying to remake me, grab a fat nigga out the trenches and replace me, trying to duplicate me can't be. And of course, one of Moray's records is called Trenches. So actually, that was a slick line. I actually thought he was <laughs> slick ripping that shit. <laughs> I wasn't mad at that at all. However, they are. this happens all the time when two people get in similar lanes. It happens every time another female rapper comes out with Nicki Minaj. It happens every time two people that are somewhat similar, which Rod Wave and uh, Moray are two very similar. They Not only are they both part of Husky Nation, shout out to Husky Nation, but they both have that soulful, low-key, like church singing vibes in their music. And if I'm, um, if I'm Rod Wave and I have been trying to get on forever and labels look past me, slam the door in my face, threw my demo in the trash and I finally broke through. And the next day you notice another nigga that slick looked like me doing the same thing. I would feel some type of way. And this wouldn't even be no shot to Moray. It's really a shot to the labels. Like Moray, do you, he's talented too. So do you get your bread, but look at the labels trying to do what they did with me. You know what I'm saying? When I tried to tell them that I was the move and they, they, Back then, didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. That's how I took that. So I'm not mad at them, man. Shout out to Rodway. Yeah. Shout out to Rodway. Most successful people operate with a chip on their shoulder. Whatever it takes to motivate you. We watched the last dance. Michael Jordan, best basketball player in the world, could be tipped off by the smallest things. And I ain't comparing Rod Wave to Michael Jordan to fat people. But I see. <laughs> that would be me, motherfucker. No, that's funny. Michael Jordan, the fat people. You should put that on a shirt. Uh, <laughs> but like you said, I can understand his frustration with the label. But if I'm more right, my nigga, leave me out of this. Don't <laughs> snick this me and put my song in here. You take your fat ass over there and you do what you do and let me do what I do. There's enough room for all of us. There can be more than one big rapper in the game, bro. Like, don't don't come looking for me would be my thing. And I would be eerily frustrated by it. Like, bro, 
I could understand your beef with the label and then you go directly and you say that to them. Like you ain't got to tie it in with me and make me a part of your art. And it goes to what you always hear people say about these rap niggas being weird. If I ain't never met you, if I ain't like, this is completely on some rap shit. I'm looking, if I'm more Ray, I'm looking at Raw Wave like my nigga, you a weirdo. I don't know you. Why the fuck are you t- like, why, why you have a problem with me blowing up, bro? You ain't got to throw my song and all of this shit in your stuff. But again, I get it. If I'm Rod Wave, I get the frustration. There are better ways that you can address it, though. Rod Wave is smart. He understands. I don't think we've ever seen a big boy beef in hip-hop, so that he might be going that route. He know that beef sells. I would definitely tune in if Moray had the response. If it's turned, fat niggas is funny. So <laughs> it's turned into a back and forth with these two niggas. You can always depend on a good time when fat people are joking. No, and I, of course I'm being funny here too, but I would love to see the fat boys go at it. Yeah, this would be I know funniest thing ever when I knew knowing you is when we were standing outside that time in the car rolled by and you were talking to another overweight <laughs> an overweight companion of yours of the opposite sex in the car and they said two fat people can't fuck. That was the funniest I think <laughs> since I've known you to happen. And listen. That was the funniest shit ever to happen to me in my life. That was and funny. I came to that epiphany that they were right. They weren't lying. Too bad people, people came fuck. fuck. And <laughs> I can't be mad at the facts, dude. I like that. Yeah, you're right. They can beef, though, apparently. Yeah, clearly. Two fat rappers can beef, but two fat people cannot fuck. That's a fact. Put the, hey, listen, put that in the Smithsonian. Um, listen, what else you can put in the Smithsonian is these top five that I'm about to run off of. My favorite oh current personal rappers i'm excited about this now i kind of i kind of fucked up last time because i put two current rappers in my top five of all time so i wasn't going to double back and use either one of them again i thought you were just going to alternate this time and put drake kanye drake kanye drake kanye all right listen i thought about Did you drake, almost do that drizzy aubrey uh, <laughs> I almost just did that because that's the real top five. But I switched it up though, man. But go ahead. I, I want to hear yours first. Before we get into that, oh, do you want to talk about the, the beef? Is there anything new? Are you tired of this? Anything that you have to say about the Drake Kanye beef before we get to that? Because it's that. almost it's almost getting to the point where it's turning into WWE. Like mm. I, I, because I heard and the only reason I say that. And I wouldn't be surprised if they if they took a picture together or hop on a song. None of this would surprise me. If he came out to Chicago to the Donda thing, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Because it, it, it's it's building up to something like that. When you have a nigga like Consequence, Consequence coming out, name dropping Drake, speaking on Kanye's behalf, trying to throw shots in the Consequence, bro. You got the 15th nigga on the bench, bro. You got the nigga that signed a two-way contract on the bench to talk to the fucking logo? Bro, now I know something's up now because he can't be serious. So I think they just fucking around. They're creating spectacle. Exactly. That's all it is. Like you say, the 48 Laws of Power readers just create the spectacle and it's going to be bigger because more people are going to pay attention. Ain't no beef. I don't think there's no thing. Consequently, I ain't mad at it. Like, do what y'all do. I could, I, what I would say in a, a perspective to look at it, I think is very interesting if I were a young rapper. Like, you always hear that thing when you tell like, like if old niggas get out of the way, like, bro, you're Drake and you're Kanye West. If I'm a nigga like Lil Baby or Reason and the niggas that we talked about, like, man, y'all niggas got to do all of this shit to generate fucking 
interest in your album like y'all niggas the biggest people in the game y'all gonna fake beef i would be frustrated if i were a young rapper i ain't gonna lie because it should take it's clogging up the lane like, y'all niggas is holding everything up in my opinion like everything that needs to happen in the summer of hip-hop y'all niggas is holding it up because one of y'all y'all playing a fucking uh cold war game with y'all albums the the the, the show is this thursday in chicago does that down the drop friday no i think it does I think he's gonna keep building to it. Now, I, 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 I think he's doing. I think he did the Atlanta thing where he was born, and he did the Chicago thing where he was raised. And I think it's gonna come out. You do that for your album name after your mom, um, unless you do something in L.A. where she passed away. I don't know, but it's a theme to it. Though. How long That's do you do doing this it. though? Like, if mm-hmm. it doesn't, like you, you think it, it for sure it drops Friday. I don't think it drops Friday. Does he have another show? Like, can you go do L.A. and push it back again if he don't drop? He, he like might get the pin. If Chicago is sold out, he might can do that twice. Just like he did Atlanta. That's nuts, man. Like, yeah, I did. I, don't, I mean, I don't follow Kanye West as closely as many people do, and I'm not saying that. Like, I understand how big this is. I, I'm not knocking it at all when people think that I'm hating. But I also think that you only get so many times where you do the pump fake. Like, you, you are Kanye West, but you are also a 44-year-old Kanye West. It ain't, it ain't, five years ago even it ain't two years ago so like you you can do this but you got to be careful when people like we even even from two three years ago we're in a newer time where people stay keeping it moving bro yeah so like you you like if motherfuckers ain't locked in like you big fans like like okay bro like you 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 got me three times i'm out of here but I, I think if people realize the story behind it it would make sense though yeah but a lot of people ain't like i don't i didn't i didn't know that you just yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people like me and it's a lot of people like you as well so We'll see who holds on and like can he hold that interest though. I'm 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 mildly interested in it though. Like I I I enjoy the spectacle he's created around us to know that he can still do it shows that hip hop is in a great place even through the pandemic. Like I to agree. be able to do that, I like it. It's giving us something to talk about, man. And speaking of something to talk about, our top five right this very second. Give me one of your top fives, man. Who you got on the list? This is a layup. First one, I'll start out the gate with the haymaker. Everybody knows this is my guy. Called him on here early. Said that last week. Going to say it every time we bring his name up. The hottest rapper in the game right now, little baby. Mm. Hands down. Top five. Mm. Easy. Don't even deserve yeah. it. Mm. Just yes, and we can keep it moving. Yes. <laughs> you got lucky. You called him after a Drake feature, which really lucky. doesn't count. Slick. It wasn't after the Drake feature. This was you're trying to call, you're trying to muddy the waters here on my expertise in picking out stars. You're trying to muddy the water. This was before the Drake feature. This was the first time that he was on Breakfast Club with P and P was trying to pump. That's what this was. Mm-hmm. Try to muddy the waters here. Clear, crystal clear hip hop perspective over here. Well, that is number one on your list. I don't have him on here. So that's fucking alert. nuts. Not that is nuts. He's not he's not in my top five favorite rappers at all. Wow. Or who I think is top five right now. Who is, though, despite having been on a milk cart in these last four years, is Kendrick Lamar. Keys. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar is absolutely on my list. Still, really? even with the delays and the pump fakes and all of the other shit that he got going on, he ain't got a phone. I've been tweeting where's Kendrick Lamar for the last three years, and they ain't even seen it. I feel some type of way now because he ain't had no phone the whole time. That's funny. I have been looking for this music. I am extremely interested to hear what it sounds like. 
I was extremely let down by To Pimp a Butterfly, but that's only because of the high hopes and the high expectations that I have set for him. I think outside of that, he has damn near flawless projects <laughs> outside of that. Even when he cooked on the Black Panther soundtrack, he did his thing. So I am a huge Kendrick Lamar fan, despite what some people may say. I know I fuck around and give him a hard time for To Pimp a Butterfly because it wasn't my vibe, but don't get it twisted. He's He's a top tier rapper, Hall of Fame, first ballad if he stopped today. Um, so Kendrick Lamar is definitely the first person on my list. Cap. What? Much as you hate on Kendrick Lamar, you just put him on your list so you wouldn't have to put Lil Baby on there. That's it. Pippa Butterfly is the only, only thing I don't like. It's only miss. You've been hating on Kendrick Lamar verses. You hated that Jeezy verse with him and J. Cole on there. He didn't rap. Yeah, you see, you've been hating like that since since before to Pimple Butterfly. Nigga was scared. I don't like scared, yeah, I, Kendrick. I'm just saying that's Cap. I think I, that's Cap. I like control, Kendrick, man. Shit. That was eight years ago. <laughs> we need to do biggest hip-hop songs. Let's see what that make it. For sure, who you got? All right, next, man, who I have on my list, uh, another layup. Uh, this guy, he's done a complete transformation from when we first seen him and then post 2014 Forest Hills Drive. J. Cole is, I'm always excited to hear what he drops. I think that he has um, perfectly put together uh, a career of two different rappers. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a sight to see. Uh, we seen him as a young cub coming in the game, trying to be like, maybe I would say a Jay-Z, the flashy, prototypical rapper. And now we see the space that he's in and the gems that he drops and what he's grown into is just being J. Cole. I'm not even sure how to describe uh, the type of rapper that he is now other than perspective, introspective, maybe outcast or something of that nature. But just seeing those two extreme differences shows to his versatility and don't get it fucked up. He can still entertain you uh, while giving you gems and getting deep with the medicine and the candy, mixing it together. I love J. Cole. I'm always excited when he has verses, projects. So he's definitely on the list for me. Absolutely. I've got him on my list too. Um, Cole, one of the leaders of this generation, up there with Drake, up there with Kendrick. Um, arguably album of the year this year. Uh, he's building up his team. Nice compilation. He's got the festivals. He's working inside and out the booth. Uh, man, I, I'm a big fan, and, and like you said, 2014 was the the turning point. I, I rock with him before that, though. I thought his mixtapes were incredible. I wasn't mad at the debut album. A lot of people were, you know, like, eh, that ain't really him. I get it, but I didn't mind it. Born Center was okay, but 2014 was really the, the fork in the road where he chose the right direction, and ever since then, he's been on autopilot in a good way. But it, Autopilot was still hungry, though. Like, this new album, he was starving on it. At least it sounded like it. And so I, I, that's why I fuck with J. Cole. He's gotten better since he started, and he was already nice as fuck. So now he's now he's just as, if not better, than he was. And it, it is in his prime right now. So I'm definitely counting me in with the J. Cole. I got him on my list, too. Nice. Um, I guess I'll kick it then. Yeah. Um, uh, my third person would be my guy whose flag I have been waving for the last who God knows how long, Freddie Gangster Gibbs is easily a top five rapper right now. He is on a crazy win streak. The compilation projects, excuse me, the, the, um, the projects he's done with Mad Lib, the joints he did with Alchemist, 
the new one that he got coming out this year, listen, now he's already saying this album of the year, don't even worry about it. The producers that he's gotten in the building, he just needed to find his sound. That's all he needed to do because he experimented with Jeezy and CTE and that wasn't really, he can do that, but then you sound like everybody else. He needed to find his lane. I was reading an interview with Bodie James and Alchemist. They did like a co-interview together and he talked about how they kind of met each other and like their, their sound and how it meshed and how Bodie had been doing his thing up and you know, on a certain level, but it really took off when he yeah. met his producer, Right, his sound, his lane. That's what happened, in my opinion, with Freddie Gibbs. He found his lane and, and it's over with. Nigga. The, the, the ceiling is the floor or whatever the fuck Mike said. He's out of here. He's a great personality on Instagram, on social media. He's got that charisma. Dude is a star, in my opinion, and he's my top five without question. And yours, too. Go ahead. Unfortunately, too. not. Oh, my God. Ceiling is the floor for him. Freddie Gibbs is a good artist. <laughs> uh, I think this is, this, this is, he's a great rapper. This is far as you go, though. And it's got to do with the point that you made about his sound. There is no... I don't know if crossover is the right word anymore, but there is no commercial sound like as big as Freddie Gibbs gets, this is it. And it's not a knock to him. He's had a great career, but like he's in movies and TV shows. He's done all of that. Like, but he just hasn't had attraction to where you cross over and and he would be a household name. I don't see that in his future. Uh, But again, you don't have to be that to have a successful rap career. Uh, He is a 100% great rapper right now. Not top five though. She not top five at all. Uh, speaking of rappers that are top five, though, seen him on the NFL commercial. He's starting to garner a lot of traction, even with a style that you usually don't see in the mainstream, similar to what you're saying with Freddie Gibbs. Benny the Butcher. Benny the fucking Butcher. The Butcher's coming. If you've been listening to this show a while, you know we've been talking about Griselda even before the more mainstream success that they've seen currently. Going all the way back to the great, rest in peace, Combat Jack. I remember when he was talking about these guys. The growth in their sound from where they were then with the extreme New York boom bop, talking about Griselda, to where they are now, it's amazing. And Benny continues to get better. Had my album of the year last year. He's starting to venture out more into the pop commercially songs. Unfortunately, that plays a lot into being top five. Can you cross over? How many people are going to hear about who you are? And I think that Benny is one of the few that can cross over, make those hits, and still give you bars. Like, it ain't a lot of niggas in the game that could go toe for toe for him when we're talking about rapping. Benny the Butcher is definitely top five. I have him on mine, too. Not even going to hold you. I thought his album last year was classic. Thanks. Um, bro, like, he's been cooking. He's been on the way for a while. Conway started off as my favorite. Griselda member, I ain't gonna lie, Benny the Butcher and lapped him. And that's not that's no knock to Conway because this album was stupid too. But Benny, he's just on another level, bro. He's body bagging every feature. He like he's rapping like he done escaped the fucking war zone and he not going back, dude. Like this nigga is focused <laughs> on on his bars when he's spitting, and I feel it in every line. And he doesn't have a typical rhyme pattern. Like he doesn't rap. Uh, with with regular similes and metaphors, like he, I, I, that's why I like about him. He doesn't just say da 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 like X Y Z da 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 like X Y Z. Like he's he's has creative punchlines, and it kind of keeps you on your feet. You really don't know what he's about to say. That's why I fuck with him, and so that, and that's why I got him on my list, man. Like dude, he's been churning out great projects. I know this last project was okay that he just dropped about a week or two ago, 
I'm hearing that maybe may be some old throwaways or whatnot, but I still rock with it. And his verse on um, his verse on Bodie James project might be one of my favorite verses this year. So I can't wait to see what he does for a follow up. Uh, but I'm 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 looking forward to it, man. He dope as hell. I'm so glad that them niggas got on. However long it took them, because they damn near our age. But nigga, I'm, I'm they here though, and they here to stay. Facts. They definitely here to stay. Who you got next on your list? My last fifth person is a slick cheat code though. Low key slick cheat code. I have Nipsey Hustle, mm. even though he's not here. I know we all, I understand that, but I am a huge Nipsey Hustle fan. I still have him in my top five right now. A uh, victory lap. That's a classic as well. I'm trying. Everybody I named on here has a classic. Everybody in my top five has a classic record. Um, and I feel like you have to have Except that. Freddie Gibbs. You crazy as fuck. <laughs> you serious? Except Freddie Gibbs. Nigga. We can end the suspense too, because I, I I thought that this was a. Uh, I thought I was coming out of left field by saying this one, but I, Dipsy was five for me too. Really? I to, yeah, I try to save it for last and everything. Killed you. Stick out all on your little way. <laughs> Stole all my thunder, dude. I was like, Nipsey. No, this nigga's not going to pick Nipsey in his top five now since he's passed. But yeah, he's definitely my... killing the suspense. I mean, and it speaks to the impact, though. Like, we haven't spoken about these lists. We didn't get together and, and say, hey, well, this person should be here. Uh, we just wanted to do them genuinely, and it shows something to the impact that Nipsey had for both of us to have him on the list, and and he's passed. Like that victory lap, I promise you, and this is no cap. I still listen to it every day, yeah. especially like Blue Laces too. Like I, that's my get up in the morning, brush my teeth song. Yeah. Like I, that 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 is that does it for me when I'm feeling any type of way to get me back in my zone. And that whole album in particular, like it was perfect for like what we're going to remember Nipsey as, what we knew him as before he passed it was just like the perfect i don't know like time capsule of of a guy that we remember and yeah, it yeah. may be because he passed and we lost him early but i know this is this is the way that i can like still kind of hear him as cliche as that sounds like i can put this in and this album is so nipsey hustle that it almost feels like oh he's still living out in Crenshaw, I can still pull up to the store. That's how dope this album is and how much it represents Nipsey Hussle. And let's be clear, I'm still listening to Mailbox Money. I'm still oh, listening nigga. to Crenshaw. I'm Thanks still to listening to Bullets I Got a Name Free. Let's be very clear. <laughs> yeah, this is a nip, this is a pro Nipsey Hustle podcast. Shout out to the people, man. It really meant a lot to me when we did that episode. And people were like, bro, I didn't even know who Nipsey Hustle was till I started listening to y'all. Yeah, and then I, I and and that's how it usually goes when you put people on his music, and then they check out a couple of interviews. It's like oh, I'm a fan. Yep. I'm a fan right now today. There, I don't need to find nothing else out. So yeah, shout out to those people, man, that found out about Nip through the podcast. Do you? Do, how often does your list change though? So like pretty much for the for the last year or so, that's pretty much who your five have been. Um, current when current rappers when I hear someone new and it's refreshing that has a new voice that I think that hasn't been explored before and I would say like I can't put him on my list right now but I'm very excited about it. and I mentioned him before it's ESTG yeah um I the approach stands out to me a lot like there, there's a lot of niggas talking about the things that he talk about and that's great but there's a lot of people that that try to glorify it more than he does. Like I think it it was the reason that 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 phone call that he had with Jay Z kind of went viral when Jay was like, "Don't bring your Ghost Rider up here." Like when you come, 
I think it speaks to Jay-Z knowing how genuine that Ed is. Like yeah. Jay-Z coming, making reasonable doubt, knowing what it took to put those bars and like really having to be out there in their life. You listen to a nigga like ESTG and you Jay-Z, like, oh, okay, he know something. Like this nigga ain't see his homeboy do it or like have somebody sitting right there with him and they tell him, no, I'll say it like this. Now he actually lived through it. And that goes a long way. So when you talk about list change, when I see people like him, I love their new energy. 42 Doug is another one. Vince Staples every now and then, especially since his last album drops in there. And another thing, going back to ESTG, if you haven't seen, what is it, uh, Genius? The, the people that do the lyrics? Yeah, for sure. They do the interviews where you, they ask you about the lyrics? Mm-hmm. Check out ESTGs. It was great. They ask him, <laughs> like, they were, t- they were talking. You know how it's clearly what he's talking about in the songs, right? Like, it's clear what he's talking about. They asked him on some Vlad shit, and he had the greatest answers that I've ever heard like look that up when we get done if you guys haven't seen it look it up but it's really good and it just speaks to the genuine person that he is and and the realness behind his music it was really dope yeah man i rock i rock with that ESCG project too man i like it a lot actually i listen to that on the way to the gym that shit get me turned up i fuck Thanks. with well, how um, often does yours change man mine mm-hmm. pretty much in stone for this last year um, well well i'll take that well because kendrick hasn't dropped what about travis scott no, I wouldn't have him in my top. I think he makes good music, though. Yeah, he don't get into your top five. It's too young. Nah, but he's uber popular. He's probably the most popular, or obviously one of the most popular. But I mean, I, I like Big Sean, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's, it, you know, the last album was a little forgettable. But, you know, so it, it comes and it goes. I probably swap out one, you know what I'm saying, every so often. But for the most part, that's the rotation right there, though. Especially when they're current and they're, and they're putting out projects and they're active. Yeah. Easy. Y'all let us know who y'all top five favorite current rappers are. Um, let us know. Facebook, find the rap chat uh, group. Search that. Let us know. Um, it's time for some wins and some losses. We have a W to the luxury brand Bodega Bonetta. Um, man, look, they're sold out due to that name drop on the big dog record. Be a whole lot of money featuring Nicki Minaj. Hey, that's all it take, man, is a good name recognition on a high record, and your shit is off the shelves, buddy. How you feel about that song? You like it? That's on hard. That's on yeah. That's on banging right there, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Barbia. Hit. That yeah, is that's a, a smash. That's a fucking hit. Ain't no question. That shit yeah, catches like, a whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. Like, like, that's the perfect Instagram, TikTok. Like, it did boom. There you want that it. You got it. That's it. Um... um we have an L to hand out. That was quick on the W's. We have an L to hand out to Drakeo, the ruler. He was arrested after his Uber was pulled over for having dark tents. His Uber gets pulled over. They pull up. He got some shit on his record. They're like, oh, you coming with us. You know how hot I would be if I got Uber? <laughs> I got arrested because my Uber got pulled over? On Instagram Live, I would be Uber upset. But on team... Uh, they had apparently <laughs> been following. They had apparently been following him because he had some. He beat like a murder case not too long ago, and he's heavily affiliated in gang activity in L.A. Allegedly, sure. Uh, so they had apparently been following him. This was like the early Sunday morning. The nigga hopped in the Uber and they pulled him over and they locked him up. I think he's out on bail now, but man, that's that's disgusting. It I is living. I, I heard about him earlier this year. He did a joint with Drake. He had Drake, a yeah, he did a Drake this year. Yeah. And was locking cool. me up in no fucking Uber, nigga. I just did a song with Drake. Y'all yeah, know who I am, nigga. Put some respect on my name, Obviously man. Obviously not. <laughs> uh, one more W to hand out to Young Thug's manager. 
or a young thug, depending on how you look at it. His uh, for his birthday, young thug manager gifted thug a hundred acres for his birthday. I can't think of a better birthday gift. Keep it real. Fire, love it. I uh, seen a picture on Instagram as well. Uh, I like, I love Young Thug, man. And, and as far as uh, his approach to the game, uh, very genuine. His birthday just passed. Happy belated birthday to him. I'm excited to see what he turns us into. That was a genius gift. Like, 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 if you think, what do you give the person that has everything? That's the answer right there. Hundred like, acres of land will always cut it. You one million percent right about that. Um, we have on deckers of the week. We're going to YouTube. Shout out to the new subscribers on YouTube. We got a couple. I'm going to name drop them. Um, shout out to Trey9Mo. All right. Shout out to you. Shout out to Kurt Talley. And shout out to, man, these names. I can't remember. God damn. L. Fletcher92. Uh, those are three of the latest subscribers to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV podcast. Make sure you click that. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. Let us know your top five, man. We appreciate it. My put on is for you and the rest of the NBA fans. I want to ruin your life. There's a new pod. Well, it's not new. This is pretty old, but it's called Whistleblower. It's mm. about Tim Donaghy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You li- did you listen to this? No, nah, but I'm familiar oh, with it. Oh, my. Bro, I listened to 10 episodes in two days of this. this mm. it's, it's, it put out by Tenderfoot. Yeah. Uh, he worked. We, we know some guys that work with him. Shout out to the Tenderfoot Media Group. Man, but this is a whistleblower podcast about Tim Donaghy and reffing in the NBA and how the games are set up. It is absolute fire. It'll make you look. It, it make you look at the NBA in a totally different way, especially hearing it from the people that are talking about it. Rasheed Wallace was on there. Bonzi Webman. That shit is good. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to know what you think being an avid NBA fan. I'm more of a fair weather NBA fan. So it really like made me fall back off of it for a while, but check this out, man. If you guys follow the NBA it's called whistleblower, it's a tenderfoot media production, a podcast about the scandal when he was betting on the NBA, man, that shit is really good. I can see that. That's an interest. That's a crazy story. Oh my gosh. It is fucking great, dude. I can definitely see that, man. Make sure you guys subscribe to our Patreon too, man. Patreon.com slash Realville. We have a brand new review up right now. Jim Jones debut album. Me and my guy, Jay Hove. On my way to church. Yeah, we had a good time, man. On my way to church with that first Jimmy Jones. Um, That link is also in the description. We appreciate y'all for tapping in. We will see y'all next week. Hopefully, we'll be reviewing that Donda. Actually, fuck that. We're reviewing that Donda because it'll be out, goddammit. You're welcome. Let's get it.